0: For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand.
1: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone, and welcome to No Dumb Questions with Mel. From those random shower thoughts, that personal question you bury deep, to those random in between moments you do a double take for, we're going to explore all of that in this new show. Today, the question we'll be exploring is what are your bad habits? And I'm joined by a very special guest. Before we get started with that topic, let's kick everything off with my what did I Google this past week segment. So the latest thing I Googled was air frying chicken thighs and marinades. That's what I typed. I'm not sure if y'all have an air fryer, but my mom gave me her old air fryer and has definitely changed the game for my whole house. Like, I think we use the air fryer much more than we use the stove. Honestly, I was Googling, you know, uh, how to air fry chicken thighs because even though I use the air fryer pretty frequently, I've never used it to actually cook chicken. Like I've always just so used to like baking or like pan frying my chicken. Um, And the reason why I also wanted to make chicken is that uh, we just came back from our gender reveal up in Sacramento. Um, It was for Ray's best friend, uh, Kevin and Vicky. And we found out they're having a baby boy. Um, It was so much fun and it was it was so nice to be part of the festivities. The food was freaking amazing, but it was definitely like I indulged like crazy the past weekend. Like I ate like spaghetti, nemcal, like just a bunch of things and candy. And I'm just like, okay, coming back to L.A., I need to be I need to get back on my eating a balanced meal type of type of routine. So I had some chicken thighs. I'm just like, how can I make this? process as easy as possible because i'm pretty sure like after y'all can relate that like after a long day at work you don't want to be like spending like hours and like so long in the kitchen so i was like air fryer will save me time because i could just put in the air fryer and then i could just run off and do my own thing so i figured out how to air fry chicken thighs and i looked at different marinades i used two different marinades the first one was from uh, trader joe's has this really great chili lime seasoning powder so i'd use that And I made my own marinade of like lemongrass, soy sauce, you know, um, coconut aminos, honey. Um, so yeah, that's, that is what I Googled this past weekend or past week. Today's my first episode with a guest for this mini show, No Dumb Questions with Mel. So when I was thinking through my Rolodex of friends and who would have some funny bad habits that I could laugh at, I instantly thought of my friend and co-host of ABG, Helen Wu. Hello. Hello. Hello, Helen. Welcome to my mini show. Oh, it's nice to be on this side. Oh. It is. Sorry, I just realized this is so weird to be interviewing or like. It's just weird. We're usually on the same side of the mic in some essence. I mean, we're just
2: having a conversation and we do this all the time. So this should be a very natural thing. But I also just want to say that I love No Dumb Questions with Mel. If you know Mel, like I know Mel, she asks a lot of dumb questions. So I literally do. (laughs) But you're like an open book you know, and just very transparent with what you're thinking and how you're feeling. And I think that's a very powerful characteristic to have in a world where everything is just so filtered. So I am proud of you for transitioning to this new format for your mini show because, you know, you felt a certain way about K-Dreaming and you decided it was time to switch over to something new and fresh. And I think this is just the perfect show for you. So yay. No dumb questions with Mel.
1: I didn't expect this, like, heartfelt, encouraging message from you, Helen. Um... (laughs) I will say um, it, it was really nice. I feel like when I was sharing sharing my doubts, you and Jana were very encouraging. And when I ask my dumb questions, your reaction is one of the best, I'll say. I Because I feel like you don't make me feel dumb. You make me feel funny when I ask the questions, <laughs> which I love. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm funny. Oh. Okay, great. And I feel very um, – I just feel encouraged. I'll say that. I encourage this
2: behavior. <laughs> Girl, you do, though. You know that.
1: You always say, just say it. Just ask it. Yeah. You, so I'm Mel, like, okay. Mel always says
2: this thing where she goes, uh, never mind. I'm like, what? You're like, no, I, I shouldn't. I can't. I'm yeah. not going to say it. I'm like, just ask your question. And then you're like, okay, fine. And you always, 100% of the time, you still always bring it up or ask the question. I know. And then I laugh.
1: Yes. <laughs> and it's funny because I know you're going to react that way. And I'm just like, I don't know why I do this anyway. <laughs> she That reaction is going to like, I'm going to, you're going to produce a, a question or answer for me. <laughs> But anyways, today's topic, I thought it'd be kind of fun to, like, chat through, like, I guess, quote-unquote, bad habits. Um, because I feel like these are things we kind of maybe say, like, you know, in passing, we kind of laugh at each other or, like, uh, we are, we're afraid to talk about. So I kind of thought we'll start off this episode defining, you know, what is good versus what is, what is bad in terms of habits. Mm-hmm. And according to the Berkeley Well-Being Institute... Um, They said bad habits may feel good at the moment, but in the long term, they have negative physical, emotional, and psychological consequences. So, characteristics of bad habits include, you know, they can evoke guilt or make you feel upset, can cause you to lose sleep, or have other detrimental effects on your health. Mm. And good habits have positive long-term effects. For instance, if you wake up every morning and go on a walk, we know that this can increase your cardiovascular health, as well as your mood and mental well-being. But today, we are focusing on the bad. And for me, when I say bad, it's mostly just funny habits, um, the ones we may not always share. And we know people out there might relate to some of these. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we're going to dive deep into that. Okay. So I thought it'd be kind of interesting to share some common quote-unquote bad habits. And it'd be fun to go back and forth and say if you have done these habits or if you have not. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'll ask it. I'll say it. And then you can say yes or no. And then, you know, share. All right. The first one is dipping a chip or cracker back into a communal salsa or dip after taking a bite.
2: Ooh, this is definitely a no for me. Sometimes I think I will try and get away with turning a corner. Say if I Mm. have a tortilla chip and I bite one corner off. Technically, you could turn that tortilla 120 degrees and get another clean corner in, right? Mm -hmm. But then you think about how if someone else were to do that and you saw it, I would think about how their hands touched the other corner and you're still dipping that the uh, dirty corner <laughs> into <laughs> the the salsa or the cheese or whatever it is. So I try not to do that, but sometimes if the tortilla is big enough, I'm just like, mm, I gotta get the other corner in.
1: Ooh, okay. Interesting point. Tortilla point, chip point. Um, I think for me it depends. I how say I definitely do this.
2: You do? Gr-
1: I mean okay, it depends on the group. Like, for example, like Do I do this with our group of friends?
2: Do you? I don't think I've ever noticed if you have.
1: Well, I do two of like okay. I either do one or two things. If our friend group we're having like you know we we hang out in your backyard a lot and you always have like some kind of dip right. Mm -hmm. I will do the turning of the chip thing or, or you just double dip (laughs) maybe what or sometimes I'll say like hey do you guys mind if I double dip and usually someone says that's fine. Oh,
2: I do recall you do ask. You do
1: ask. (laughs) But you guys usually say yes. Hmm.
2: I guess what goes on in your mind is because your, your chip or whatever it is you have is too big or you just like...
1: I'm someone that when I eat my chips, if there's no dip, it's a waste. It's like, I like like it Make sure like every bite I have has some kind of dip on it. -hmm, Wait, but is it for you, for example, you and Phil, you don't care about double dipping, but it's more like if anyone.
2: For sure, we don't care if it's just us two. I think if it's like a, just more than, I would say like more than one or two people. If there's Mm -hmm. like three people mixing their saliva into one dip, it gets kind of gross.
1: Okay, good to know.
2: (laughs) But for example, like, if, if you have like fresh summer rolls, right? Mm. And you're, you're dipping it into the peanut sauce. Obviously, you usually have your own container. But then sometimes it's like three summer rolls and then you're dipping into one container. <laughs> what do you do? For that, I usually pour it out onto each bite if I need each bite to have some mm. sauce or some dip.
1: But for me, when I look at that, it's because the summer roll is hella big. And you're like, that's hella saliva that goes in your mouth and you're dipping that <laughs> shit back in. So a chip is yeah. smaller.
2: Okay, so for that example, would you ask, would you ever ask, do you mind if I double dip this? I would
1: not ask for a summer roll.
2: Okay, but you would for a chip.
1: I think anything smaller than your palm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm literally gonna be so aware when we hang out now with dip, I'll be like, oh, okay, do I? Like, I guess I won't double dip here. Okay, the second habit failing to floss your teeth.
2: I floss my teeth every night because I feel like I have not large gaps, but I have some gaps in my teeth teeth I guess that need to be flossed or else I know that there's gonna be especially in like my back my back tooth Uh I know there's a slightly wider space back there and food always ends up there at the end of the day so if I don't floss I know that there's gonna be food there so I always
1: have to floss okay how about I I started flossing every night probably three years ago this sounds so stupid like and I don't I might just I think when I was there was one point that maybe I misheard my dentist but he was like oh you don't need a floss and I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Hmm. Okay. I may, I may have heard wrong <laughs> or, or my dentist was incorrect, but um, I'll get
2: an ear, ear appointment instead of a tooth appointment.
1: <laughs> I know what the hell's going on. But I start flossing more frequently. Cause I just, you know, I just realized my breath smell bad. <laughs> I was like, I think it relates to the food being stuck in my teeth. So good. We both, we both floss here. The next one is having bad posture. Oh, I think I'm
2: fifty-fifty on this. I think when I you I'm, have good posture. Well, just right now we're on in Zoom right now, and I don't know if you can tell, but I'm literally like hunched over. I think when I am working for a long period of time, I will slowly have my back arch into like a ball, and I become very rounded out. <laughs> so my posture, I think, is generally good. Like when I'm walking, when I'm, you know, moving about, mm-hmm. when I'm just starting to sit. But over a long period of time, I become a hunchback, hunchback Helen
1: oh okay found your halloween costume um <laughs> uh, you know so the reason why i think you have good posture is this is really random but if you ever catch helen stretching she just does one pose where she kind of puts her hands on her hips and she just like leans forward with her her foot her posture looks like like really good i don't know why when i when i you always just look really good when you do that one move wait like this you do yeah i think when you stretch your legs you have this one move you do wait what I don't what fucking know. Dude. Do you mean my, I just,
2: what do you mean by stretch my leg? Am I standing? Or am I sitting? Or am I on the you're floor? You're standing.
1: You're standing, and you always do this thing where you where you. Oh, I t- I twist my back. Yeah, but I don't know why your posture looks really good there. And I was like, oh, she has really good posture. <laughs> I don't Only fucking when know when I'm
2: stretching. Okay.
1: Yeah. Observations I have of my friends. I think I have pretty bad posture actually. Because I, I I I I do hunch because when I when I notice my arms, I'm just like when I put it back, I was like, oh shit, like mm-hmm. you're seeing me right now. I but mm-hmm. I do this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah.
1: I don't. And mm. when I was in sixth grade, we had—I don't know if you did this—but in sixth grade in PE, they would test you to see if you have scoliosis.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: I almost had scoliosis. She's like, she's like, oh, you're on the verge. And I was like, oh shit, I do have a curved spine mm. because I because I don't I don't like I hunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
2: actually, yeah, I don't think I've ever like registered in my mind that you have bad posture. But when you do put your shoulders back, that does look like a different male so so yeah. maybe your your natural state is that your shoulders are more like hunched over but it's not like an extreme hunch it just seems like a, maybe it's a subtle subtle enough, subtle enough one that i'm not like oh mel has bad posture it's more just that's like true. you're comfortable you seem like a comfortable mel
1: that's that's a nice way of saying you're hunched <laughs> i bet you everyone listening now is checking like everyone listening right now do you guys have bod, bad posture do you have bad posture are you like how are your shoulders right now like I'm just curious everyone's everyone's fixing their shoulders right now. Um, the last bad habit that I is like recently known as a bad habit is actually multitasking mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I think when it comes to work, I am definitely guilty of this. Um, but I don't know if it's necessarily a bad habit it's It's kind of a skill if you can be efficient with your time and and multitask but only if it doesn't make you feel sad or negative or regretful that you're not in the present moment for something that you are multitasking mm. for you know like for example i can have love is blind on in the background and work on my finance report or something like that like in those situations i think i need to multitask because if i were to focus on just one or the other the show or the finances i would just feel very inefficient about my Mm. life and and that would make me sad. So um, in another scenario, like if I was multitasking, hearing a friend pour their heart out to me and then I'm also on my phone answering an email, like that would make me feel shitty, right? Mm. So it depends on what you're trying to multitask. I think you have to know your own boundaries and what makes you feel good, what makes you feel bad when you're in the process of multitasking.
1: I think I love the way you just framed that because I also say I do multitask and it, and I, I never actually heard it that way. It's like depending on what you do mm-hmm. um, because I'm like, oh, shit, I always multitask. I just focus on one thing. But to be honest, like I started watching reality dating shows while doing like menial tasks because it makes that task a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so I was like, oh, shit, I got that from Helen. So I'm also on the same page with you. We know when we work, we're both like zooming through things. And I really appreciate that efficiency. So Oh, we
2: are always multitasking.
1: <laughs> we are. Um, so I I, I, I I think we're on the same wavelength on that. So I really appreciate you there. So, yeah, I guess I'm guilty of multitasking as well.
2: Yes. appreciate you there, too. Yeah. We get shit done. We yeah. do. And we feel good about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right so we kind of went over some of the common bad habits i think it'd be fun to kind of dive into like our own personal like quote-unquote like random bad habits mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what are some random bad habits do you have helen
2: i like how in the outline that i see in front of me you say resources of list of bad habits <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay i just realized my another bad habit spell it <laughs> dude yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that
2: <laughs> Bad habits um, Okay I think for me One of my bad habits is I was literally Right here I tend to finish a whole Tic Tac box when, In like one sitting And I have been loving these Tropical Adventure ones <laughs> oh my God. And I feel like when I have one I just end up eating the whole box And it's the same for um, The Simple Mills Almond Flower farmhouse oh. cheddar crackers which is a really long name but dude that that stuff is like crack in a box and the, the the bag is mostly filled with air so there's not really that many crackers in there you're really i don't think you exceed any nutritional facts if you were to finish a whole box i don't think so i don't really see it as an issue but i'm definitely a snacker um especially hmm. at nighttime, and with my tic tacs too
1: the tic tac thing i did not know that about you
2: yeah that's why my tic tac boxes are always empty in my bag but yum i have a i I started this this morning
1: (laughs) and i have five left is it because you think of it as candy it's like it's like a little mini i don't
2: know I i feel i think of it as like nothing it's just it's so small and it's just i don't know yeah, that's that's so interesting. Okay, now I'm, I'm trying to look at the the, the serving size. I mean, the zero. It says zero <laughs> calories, So I don't know. I just feel like it's a nice little like mouth muncher thing.
1: That's true. That's so funny because right before this podcast, you're like, I need to finish my Tic Tac, and I hear this like big loud crunch. I'm just <laughs> like, what? And I didn't realize you had like five pieces in there or ten. So now I, I understand. Yes. Um, one of my one of my bad habits. I think you probably have. No, I hope you didn't see this, but and this is something I hate admitting. I pick my nose.
2: Girl, everyone picks their nose. What do you mean? Really?
1: I feel like I pick we my nose a lot. We all have boogers.
2: It's like but farting like... or pooping. We all do it. Or really? Pooping. But I feel
1: like I pick my nose a lot. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> 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 I like how Mel's like really trying to prove this point here. Um, how often do you feel like you're picking? Is it like every hour? Give us some context of time.
1: I think the older I get, the more boogers I get. And I think because you both are always saying email. Like, you always point at my nose like, oh, shit, you have boogers. <laughs> you, you both always do that to me. But the reason why I realized I pick my nose so much is because when I'm not with you all, I'm like always picking my nose. Girl, so like, like know, what <sighs> do you mean by
2: always? Like once we go on a lunch break, are you picking your nose?
1: I don't know. Maybe because I feel like I always have shit in my nose. I pick it like maybe once in every two hours.
2: Is it dry or wet? Both. Mm mm-hmm. Is it a Are lot or is it like a tiny, tiny a speck? It's tiny.
1: I don't have that. Not, not that much. Mm. But I know after a long day, I'm like, I'm about to get hella shit in there.
2: I know you more recently got a nose trimmer.
1: <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Has that really, helped? Surprisingly, no. At that, so that blew my mind. So random fact, I was really insecure about my nose hair because I have a long, long nose hair. <laughs>
0: Well, that's
2: probably why this. you have so much, so many boogers, because it's trapping your your book your nose hairs trapping your boogers.
1: Yeah, but the, here's the thing: you think that getting my no- getting nose hair g- getting on nose getting my nose hair trimmer that I'll get less boogers. I have yeah. more. Huh. I don't know why. Oh, maybe because there's more space <laughs> in your nostril for <laughs> the boogers to build up in. Maybe it's I have a lot of dry like skin.
2: Anyway, this is getting hella gross.
1: <laughs> um,
2: okay, when you pick your nose, do you flick it?
1: Okay, that's part of it. Like <laughs> you flick it. <laughs> I flick it when I'm no one's around me.
2: Okay, but we're okay. So, do you do this only in your house or when you're over at someone else's house as well?
1: Only my house. Okay. Wait, I think you do this too. I asked you this. What what do I do? You you said you told him, I asked, "Hey, do you flick your boogers?" You're like, "Yeah, in one corner of the house, <laughs> I don't want to vacuum it.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um so, when I was younger, I used to uh, have a bed that the long side was like up against the wall. And I used to have like a, a booger wall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, I ever... used to have
1: you a do booger this, wall? You the wall.
2: Yeah. You pick your nose and then it's like, where do you put it? Right. And so I would always put it like kind of, kind of where my bed met the wall, but like, no one's going to touch that area. No one's going to, you know, LOL. see it. So I used to just like, sm- like reach down between my bed and the wall and just like smear it down there. And that would be my booger wall. I think Annie found it. My sister found it one day and she was just like, what the fuck is this?
1: She's like, this is fucking gross. Wow. So this, you, is a gross, this is a yeah. side of us. I don't think we really like dive deep into the gross side of...
2: I mean, but I feel like everyone doesn't. No?
1: <laughs> I don't think we have a booger wall anymore. I think the flicking is more common. It, usually
2: it's like, for me, if I don't have a napkin and I'm too lazy to get up, sometimes I will put it on like, yeah, in the little corner that I will make sure to like wipe away the next day or like by the time I... The next time I vacuum, at least once a week, it's it's gone. But, you know, yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, do you have any other bad habits?
2: Um, I have a bad habit of falling asleep when watching TV or a movie, especially if it's a late night. Okay. Like, once you see my body go from, like, vertical to horizontal, just lying down a little bit, it's game over. So, yeah.
1: That's not a bad ha- I mean, that is a really random – that is a habit you have, though.
2: Yeah, I consider it a bad habit. I consider it like I get mad at myself when I wake up and mm. then I'm always doing that thing where I'm up and then I'm just like, OK, I got this. I got this. And it's almost like the days when you're in school and you were trying to stay awake during class. And I'm just like, why the fuck am I trying so hard to stay awake for a movie right now as if I was in class and I would get mad at myself and then I would just fall asleep and then do that over and over again. So I
1: get really sleepy. <laughs> that's true. You do. I when you went late at night. Um, that's interesting. But I-, I also knew that about you. Yeah, uh, My last bad habit I'll share for now is that I don't know, like, you know, if there's certain chores that you just don't do. Mm. I don't take out my trash. Or like, for example, my bad habit is I do live with roommates. I'm always like, oh, sorry, I forgot. To- oh, sorry, I didn't take out the trash. I'm always that person that doesn't take out the trash, like the, ma- mm. the communal trash. Because I fucking hate it. Like, I really don't like to- it. I know once I move in with my boyfriend, I'm like, you're doing that because I never do that.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, that's the same for me. Philip takes out the trash like 90% of the time. I just don't, uh, there's a lot of crickets out there.
1: Mm. I just don't want to go down the stairs.
2: Yeah. I'm I don't want to go lazy. outside. Same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on, like what's a bad habit of mine that you've noticed? You know, you've been my you've been my friend for like I don't know how many years now. We've spent a lot of time together.
2: Other than spelling,
1: um <laughs> just kidding. Dude, okay, grammars are yeah, I'll call it out. I'm, sh- I'm the worst grammar. Even on my Instagram stories, I don't fucking care.
2: <laughs> I think one bad habit, and you know this already, um, checking our ABG calendars. I-, I think that's something that it's both good and bad, mm-hmm. right? Because you're mm-hmm. aware of what's going on. You can manage your time and expectations because of it. But I think it's it's bad when you it becomes borderline, like, potentially obsessive of, like, yes. you got to know what is going on. like I think I had just put on the calendar some gala that's happening a few weeks from when I put it on the calendar and the next day you were like oh so what are are you wearing for the gala and I was like wait how did you know (laughs) that's only like 12 hours ago that I put it down and 12 10 of those hours were like overnight and sleep time so um, as long as you feel like you're getting positives of checking the calendars and they outweigh any negativity that comes from it I think that's okay but that's definitely a habit that I've noticed for you
1: good call out there so helen did, we did talk about this so on offline and because i think sometimes it does like feed into my anxiety but i you did say like hey just focus on the week and i was like yeah you're right i think sometimes i just like to look ahead i think this is what happens when you're like anxious person to say what's coming up what am mm-hmm. i going to prepare for like, things like that and i'm just like i'm right sometimes i look in like like july or like august i'm like why am i looking at this so i think you remind me just look at the week ahead and I was like, okay, but there are some times where, like, I am a planner, so I do schedule things way in advance. When, especially when I'm planning with my boyfriend, then I'm just like, I happen to be on the calendar. I'm just like, it's it's kind of like I'm driving by the dates. And I'm just like, oh, that's something new. <laughs> it's because mm-hmm. I'm so aware of our calendar. That I know when anything new pops up. Yeah, but good call out. Yes. So for for you, power for me. Oh boy. Let me see. let me see. Okay, so I. <laughs> it's something we talked about too. Helen has this re- – Helen's very detail-oriented, and that's great. But Helen likes to research everything to know all the options possible. Yep. All the details that sometimes you could spend hours researching before coming with a, de- with a decision. I think – I don't know if you have decision fatigue because of this.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? hmm yeah, this is definitely a habit of mine. And actually, was that was going to be one of my other, like, bad habits that I was going to share, too. Um, but, like, for example, oh, my gosh, this wedding planning stuff. Holy crap. Like, There's Helen's so mind is going crazy right now. I think it's just, it comes from a, um, like, growing up with a perfectionist sort of mentality that mm-hmm. is just knowing, like, wanting to get to like the best option by looking at all of the options out there like yesterday I was trying to plan out my wedding website and there's so many different designs so many different details it, it's just it literally is endless and mm-hmm. um, I think it didn't it took like, my husband Philip to come in and just be like, "I need to make a decision for you because you're literally going to spend another week on this before you can actually come up with something." So I know it's a it's a bad habit. It's decision paralysis, um, and I don't know. It's just the the good is that when I finally decide on something, it I love it and I feel very invested in it and I'm very happy about it. But it's just, yeah. it just takes a long time to get there.
1: It does, and I, and I and I think it's as a friend I see the benefits and the like like it's like the cons because I'm like. I know how much time you dedicate to this. I'm just like, oh, Helen, like, like you could spend more time. Like you wouldn't be as stressed. If you had like time to do more time to do this stuff, right? Other things. But for me, as a friend, I'm like, I know any recommendations you do have. I'm just like, it's it's been research and th- very thorough because I'm the opposite of you. When I land on something I like, I'll just take it, mm-hmm. but not knowing there's a better option out there. Like for example, Helen's research with her baby stuff. I know for sure whatever she chose, <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> like I know she did her her fucking research. So it's just like it is like this like back and forth finding the balance of the. It's like. Both our habits like find the balance of yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Not, it's not not necessarily bad. It's like a spectrum. Right, right.
2: Yeah. 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 Um one more for Mel. I don't know if this is a this is not a bad habit, but it's a habit, um mm-hmm. food coma.
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't know why.
2: Food coma hits you hard after every lunch meal inevitably. Mel's going to be like
1: oh, I'm
2: tired. <laughs>
1: very true. And you know, it's funny, my mom calls it out. She's like, "I don't know, like, you you already know after she's done eating, she's going to be tired. She's always tired." I'm like, "I know. I don't I, I think I was like researching like why. Like why am I always tired?" And then I partly is I think what I'm eating. But the same time I get I get food coma off a freaking bowl of salad. <laughs> so I have no idea. I really don't know. If someone has an answer to why you always food coma, like I would love to know the answer to that. All right, Helen. I I thought like this is the thing we kind of talk about like in passing, we laugh at. But is there a general bad habit you find really annoying?
2: I find something that annoys me is when I see someone's barefoot everywhere. <laughs> what? <laughs> and yeah. I I mean, bare feet are fine. Right? Especially when it's summertime or you're in the comforts of your own home and you have your socks off and it's on the ground, like that's completely fine. But I feel like when someone feels comfortable to start putting their feet on like the coffee table, or one thing that my sister does to me all the time is that she will sit on a couch and say, I'm sitting next to her, and she has one leg over the other, like kind of crossed over her knee. And then her foot, her bare foot, is just facing me. For some reason, she always crosses her legs so that her foot is barefoot. The bottom of her barefoot is looking at me.
1: <laughs> Wait, why, what is it about feet that you just don't like?
2: I think it's just like, why can't you cross it the other way? I don't know.
1: It just, this- I, well, first off, I hate feet, right? I don't
2: like feet, except for my baby's <laughs> foot. It's cute as fuck. But like, yeah. I don't like other people's feet and if I'm sitting right next to you on the couch not far away but like right next to you and your foot is crossed so your barefoot is like looking at me I, I, I'm just like why
1: <laughs> it's so funny because like I'm like I, I actually am one of your friends that probably always is barefoot but I don't
2: I, I I don't have a distinct memory of you always crossing your foot and having your foot face me that's different
1: oh no my feet's mostly on the ground yeah that's okay that's fine yeah I think That's sometimes normal. when I act, I think there's moments when I accidentally touch you with my bare foot. I'm like, oh sorry, because I oh, know. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you're, and you and you're like, uh. <laughs> you always like, <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, like, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's funny. You do poke me with your own foot, <laughs> which is what I find fucking weird. I'm like, you don't like feet. Why are you touching with your own? Do feet. I like underneath the table? Yeah, you do that sometimes.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe because I need to like tell you something.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't do it for fun or randomly, right? I think you are like, boop. No?
2: Oh. I don't think I'll boop you with my toe for no reason.
1: Okay, I'm going to figure this out. I want to, like, know <laughs> our behavior next time.
2: Okay, what's, um, one, what's one that you find annoying?
1: I have, like, a couple. <laughs> okay, one, and this is something I get really f- annoyed about. I hate when someone is on their phone either scrolling or checking something when you're talking with them. I'm just, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really big. one of
2: yours. Yep, yep.
1: And I think you don't do this for me at all, but I just hate where, like, I think one I, this di- this goes with my second bad habit is I hate repeating myself. I fucking hate it. So when I'm talking with you, look at me, so I know you're paying attention. But I swear <laughs> to God, I, I think it's because growing up, and I'm like I was like, where did this like annoyance comes like, come from? One of my best friends growing up, she had the tendency, and I fucking hate it. She will always check her phone, and I'll be talking, and she'll look down on her phone, and she goes, she'll be, she'll say this. Wait, what? Like, what? Like, (laughs) always. I'm just, I'm always being like, and then I I think I just learned to repeat myself, but always angrily. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Whatever. Like, I just get so annoyed. So now when I'm talking with Ray, and sometimes like a work Slack message would come up, he'll glance at it. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like, you got to look at me.
2: Mm -hmm. Like,
1: if I see you make a slight eye contact elsewhere, mm -mm, not happy.
2: So you can say that to Ray, right? But how about with friends who do that?
1: It's, you know, it really depends on the situation. <laughs> I think it's more like, for example, if having a one-on-one conversation with you, that's when I really pay attention to it. Yeah. Like, if I'm talking to you, Helen, and you are literally on your phone, yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck?
2: But does it depend on the conversation too? Like, if you know you're just like talking to fill the air, no. like, and then I'm on my phone. Because I feel like I generally sometimes am on my phone only, but if I can kind of like read the room, I guess, to know if the conversation is like, you're just like, I don't know, asking me, the same question for the 10th time, which is a habit you like to do also. like, <laughs> Who's in your bridal party? Who's in, you know, like those questions. Yeah, then yeah, maybe yeah. I'll be like, mm, okay, we've been here before. I can, I can maybe be true. scrolling.
1: That's true. I'm trying to, I'm like, try to rethink because I really don't think you're on your, you're on your phone when we're in a group conversation and mm-hmm. I'm talking, which is fine. Because there's sometimes times where, like, we have so many, like, mutual friends that maybe already caught up with one friend and, like, repeating myself for the rest of the group. I'm just like, you don't have to hear this.
2: Because I don't,
1: I also know the feeling of, like, 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 I'll be real. For example, like, I, like, I catch up with Janet on my drive to you. Yeah. And then she catches you up on her stuff. I don't need to listen to her story again. That's true. Because That's I'm true. like, I, I literally heard, I heard like 30 minutes of it. Yeah. So and I think then you, in those situations. Yeah. You could, like, do your own thing. It's fine. But it's like one-on-one, like, mm-hmm. you're my, like, we have each other's attention, like, and you're talking or you're on your phone. I get fucking pissed.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm well if i if i do it let me know next time because sometimes i'm not aware if i do it it sounds like it's not a pro- problem with me but you know let me know
1: yeah anyways that's why i get annoyed with anyone that says what i'm just like what what you say to me but yeah that is my, i find it so annoying. Like, yeah. it's so annoying do you have wait do you have another one or you're or like that's that it? that's all just the feet yeah this yeah mine is repeating myself and then the phone oh, thing
2: i think that's another thing for me too i will i will just like jump on yours but the repeating thing i also um feel like when yeah if it, i completely agree with you if someone's not listening and you have to repeat yourself like sometimes i just won't i just move on and be like huh, huh.
1: <laughs> i do it i do it with and I, I do it as i say patience patience repeated in my head because <laughs> i swear to god i get so pissed well what is
2: a bad habit that you think you were able to get rid of
1: uh quick answer is not flossing i started flossing like <laughs> a few years ago um i will say this the other one that i was able to change that surprised me is i i'm able to wake up uh i'm not i'm not sleeping later and i'm waking up earlier like i used to be that person that would wake mm-hmm. up at like 10 30 or 10 like 10 11 no I, I wake up like eight o'clock i could do seven now so that was a huge shift because i would sleep at three or four or two to three like watching like shows but now like Sleep at 1230 and then like, you know, I wake up early. That's something I, that bad habit.
2: Yeah. I would say same for me actually with sleeping. I used to be someone who slept through like 20 alarms and not hear it at all, not wake up at all. Yeah. I have this like story about when I was in college and I, one of my friends called me like. 40 times because I had to wake up for a final and then I think I might have missed my final but I just and he eventually just ended up coming over to my dorm and like knocking my door but I was just I just am such a deep sleeper that when I had or was pregnant with my child I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna be such a terrible mom because I'm never gonna be able to wake up for him if he cries I literally had that fear in my head that I could not wake up for him Mm. and now literally any movement from his monitor I'm like (gasps) oh Like, what's going on? So that, I don't know if it's a habit or if it's just, like, my anxiety mm. is, like, way up now and I'm just more aware. I don't know what it is, but that that's something that um I, I don't have to sleep through 20 alarms. When when that's... it's not baby included, maybe it's still, like, two, three alarms before I actually get up, but that's different.
1: That's pretty good, though. Because I've, I've seen you sleep through alarms when I'm next to you and I'm just like, bro. Like, girl, yeah. I hear this shit. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for sharing your, like, I guess, quote-unquote bad habits. I thought it'd be nice to kind of wrap this episode with, like, sharing, like, one to two good habits you have created for yourself. Mm,
2: I think, like, being physically active, I guess, is something that um, I've been able to do. Or I guess maybe it's been habitual since I was young. I've always loved movement. I've always loved sports. And now that I'm older and don't have as much time for it, I feel like my body has gotten so accustomed to that sort of lifestyle that Mm. it craves it and it needs it. So perhaps that is because that, that was just a habit that I formed as a kid. And now it's something that I need to continue doing, but I see it as a good habit or need, I guess, that my, my body has. I enjoy movement. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's amazing. I feel like honestly, like now that I'm, like, starting my fitness journey and seeing how, like, even back then you'd always go to the gym or even go on the walk every day with your baby. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm starting, like, to, like, work out more, I understand, like, how important, like, daily, like, just minimal movement is, too. And I was like, oh, now now I'm thinking, like, oh, I get Helen. Like, I I understand Mm -hmm. that, like, craving, because, like, when you're just, like, sitting all day, you're like, oh, I just feel like I didn't really, like,
2: my body's so stagnant. It's an endorphin lift. It makes you, like, totally just makes you feel better, even if it's, like, a 10-minute getting outside to just... I don't know. Pick a weed even or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think that's that's a really good habit to have. Um, let's have see. A One, I think this is small, but I I think it does set, start my day is I make my bed every morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't remember when I started doing this, but I just do like I don't know now when I go to people's houses and their beds not made, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. I just feel like it's just maybe it's in a I, don't know, I feel like you make your bed too. Actually, everyone I know makes their bed.
2: It's a very quick and easy thing. And I, I think that's something I didn't start doing until I actually moved into... No, I started doing this um, in our old condo too. But it just, it just feels nice when you see your bed made. Like sometimes it depends on who it depends on who's like getting out of the bed last, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like my husband, he doesn't do a great job of always... He does it like 60% of the time. But then sometimes I'll have to go in and just be like... Come on, it's so easy to just feel better when you see your bed and it's ready for you, you know, to get back into. So it's a very small habit, but I think it's something, a very good way to just start your day.
1: I agree. Well, thank you so much, Helen, for joining me on my mini show for the first time, being my first guest on this mini podcast series. Whoa!
2: Oh, of course you wouldn't invite me to no dumb questions.
1: <laughs> I know, because you're the only person that encourages my no dumb questions. I know. Um, this was fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining me. I wish I could one day I'll join your Spill the Baby Tea when I'm having oh
2: I was Oh my gosh. I am so excited for that day. And then that just becomes literally ABG's That's second <laughs> show because you That's... and Janet hopefully at the same time will be on it.
1: Ooh. Sorry. That actually sounds really exciting. Yeah. Um, but... Thank you so much for tuning in and for our listeners. Let us know what your bad habits are on Instagram of this post. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcast. And with that, um, I'll see you on the next episode of The Mini Show.
2: Yay! Bye, Bye, everyone!